Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick. I'm Kevin. And uh, another week, week uh, 36 for us. Yes. So, doing so, really so the podcast is now older in weeks than I am in years. Yes. Yes. It's pretty awesome. It's, it's getting up there. Pretty awesome. Yeah. We'll probably be hitting, I mean, I don't know. When when, when are you supposed to have midlife crises, crises uh, now? I, well, it depends. So it's supposed to be in the middle of your life. So depending on when you die. Okay. So, so we won't even have one. Because this is going to go forever. Forever. Yep. Forever. Heard it here first. Um, yeah, I mean, what, your midlife crisis used to be in your, what, uh, it, it, it used to be like a... 30s, 40s, It I used guess? to be like a 40s thing. Yeah. I, I now feel like it's it's kind of more of a 50s thing. Interesting I think thing. it's a 50s thing. It, interesting thing, though. Um, I, was, I was talking with, uh, with my, my co-driver, who's... Uh, he's, he's, he's got... Like we we were talking about like different vehicles and, and what you want to get and whatever sure. and like uh, he was he was looking at cars and trying to he like he wants to get something you know that that people would accuse of being a midlife crisis type thing okay and like I am yeah yeah <laughs> but see the the thing that I explained to him and what he was then able to tell his wife is this is less a midlife crisis yeah. thing. As we are now able to justify the purchase of the right same bloody cars yes. that we've always wanted, yes. and like I've been talking in, about in high school, yeah. you you wanted a Miata. I've been wanting that's... a Miata since high school. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm hopefully getting one into June, early July. Yeah, um, I've been wanting one forever, and they look amazing now. And I'm like, you know what? I can actually justify this, and I could never justify that before. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so when when that time comes, uh, Courtney and I have talked about it. And uh, mine will probably be a 350Z. Okay. Because she doesn't have a whole lot of opinions on, on like, cars and models and things. But, like, of the vehicles that I've shown her that I'm like, I like this one and I like this one and these ones are cool and yeah. stuff. She's like, that one's nice. <laughs> I, I could be down with that. Yeah. And so, so you know, someday. Yeah. Um, unless Tesla is an option. Because I'm I'm gonna go for Tesla because I've wanted one of those since I heard that that was a thing. Yes, and they're coming out with the uh, what is the it? Model Three. Supposed to be Model Three was supposed to be what thirty five forty. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, and really the, the the wait list is is outrageous right now, but yeah, I'm I'm thinking that probably by the time I hit my mid forties, <laughs> then I I oh, feel like that that'll time. be a yeah. thing. Oh yeah, yeah. You'd definitely be able to have it by then. Uh, speaking of definitely being able to have something, uh, yes. we got more backwards compatible games. Uh, to the news. To the news. <laughs> uh, we uh, we like to give you these in an easier format because if you're not following uh, Major Nelson on Twitter, you're not really getting this. Yeah. So uh, backwards compatible games for Xbox One: Final Fight, uh, Double Impact, mm-hmm. uh, which is awesome. Uh, so Fairy Legends of Avalon, which is a game. It's a game. It's a game. Apparently, that came out at one point. Uh, Frogger Two. Frogger Two is actually kind of cool. Frogger Two looks fun. Like there, there, there are times we we talked about it uh, over the last couple of weeks with like the the Pac Man Championship editions and like the Galaga garbage and whatever. But this is one that that updates the graphics without feeling like it has to throw something new sure. at it. And like there's other game modes because yeah. obviously, but like you you can play an, an updated graphics version of the game yeah. that you want to play. Exactly. And that's cool. Exactly. And we got Puzzle Gen. Yep, that that is also a game, I presumably involving puzzles and 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 Geddens. Geddens, uh, I, I I don't mind puzzle games, but it has to be like okay, here's a good thing, 
and there's a puzzle within the good thing, right? Yeah, like, uh, like uh, an entirely puzzle-based game is... It doesn't, but yeah. doesn't do it for me. Uh, so, Uncharted, okay, okay. Tomb Raider, Zelda, you have amazing environment, and there's a puzzle in it. Okay, so what is your opinion, then, on Portal? Oh, see, Portal is an amazing environment. They gave you an amazing puzzle mechanic. Okay. So because because that 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 is like the the game is the puzzle and figuring figuring things out. It is, but your environment, you are a you're I mean, there's so much story to it and it actually works with it. You're a And they, they create system. a world for exactly. you. Exactly. And, and doing that, I can invest myself in understanding why am I doing this? Why am I going through this puzzle? So that you don't become a heart cube. Yeah. Takes a lie. <laughs> um, and then the the cool the coolest one on this list, yes. uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution Director's Cut. Yes. And and that's that's exciting Very because cool. I mean we've got the new Deus Ex coming out later this year, and so if you if you didn't get a chance to try this out, you can. Um, spoilers: Don't go for stealth because because <laughs> then the bosses just kick crap out of you because that's what I did and. Yeah. It doesn't work it, the way it, you think it, it would work. It doesn't work yeah. because they actually outsourced the boss fights to somebody else who didn't appreciate the stealth mechanic, and so they just gave them, oh, here's boss fights for a shootery game. And if you're not playing it like it's a shootery game, which is an option yes. except for the boss fights. Yeah. Um, Lame. I, this, okay, this has branching dialogue and choices and outcomes the way that I like the, the aspect of the Telltale games that I do like, yes, and that's very much in here. And um, Deus Ex was was before Telltale like really kicked it up, mm-hmm. and I feel like that this game, its its success, its critical acclaim, was in part responsible for for the idea of hey, why don't we do more with dialogue? Yeah. And so I I really appreciate it for that. But yeah, if you if you haven't played it. It's worth a shot. Yeah, especially for it being backwards compatible, as you can buy it on the Xbox 360 store, and then you got it. It's the director's yeah. cut, so it's a little... It's not completely updated or anything, but yeah. it's got everything you want. Let's check it out. There you go. And you can get an achievement in the very first room just by looking at everything. All seven things. <laughs> Wii U on Minecraft is getting uh, official Mario stuff. Right, they're 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 putting all these all the the graphics and mechanics and, and items that you can then put into your game. And uh, my favorite is the is the TNT change to the bombs. Yes, that is that is awesome. It's very cool. Uh, I wish that I, I didn't see anything on this other than the creative stuff. I mm-hmm. wish that there was a uh, selectable worlds if you wanted to go through Mario style yeah. levels. Um, it, it get, again, it'd be like Mario sixty four. Essentially, take Mario sixty four, just just the just the first one, first level, right? To make that in Minecraft, yeah, that'd be amazing. Some someone has probably someone done has, it. But what I'm saying is, when they came out with that for Nintendo to be like here, I, I play with these things as okay. So they 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 have a lot of the elements and stuff. Yeah. I wish that they had included because like um, since Mario three, mm-hmm. there's been like the. Some of them did fall by the wayside. My favorite was always the giant one, and giant would work so <laughs> well in Minecraft. Yes, it would. But um, I love that in the new new uh, Super Mario Brothers, you become giant, and just wreck everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like that and Sky World and the Ice World and like I, I wish I wish that a couple of those elements had been put in. Yeah. But. Um, well, they have. I mean, you have different biomes in Minecraft, so you can have like the snowy kind of area, and everything. so you could do that. You could have different different biomes for the Mario version being different Mario 
biomes. So, but can you roll a snowman's body down a hill and run it into the head? No, because unfortunately, blocks in Minecraft are stationary. You can so you can build up like a tower, knock down like stuff leading up to just one block, and that block just stays there and it won't move. Yeah, it's part of the Minecraft physics that don't make any sense. Yep, unless it's gravel or sand. Because that makes sense, because those things just kind of crumble. Yeah. But dirt does not float in the air. No. <laughs> not in my experience. No. Um, I, Minecraft on Wii U didn't come out that long ago. I, it, clearly, this was in development at that time. Yes. Honestly, I would have waited until you could make a big splash first push with, hey, Minecraft, Wii U, come together... Bam! You've got Mario. Can't get it anywhere else. That's true. Until people build it into other things. You make a skin. Yeah. You could make a skin. But you'd have to have a PC version because the ones on on, uh, console are restricted. Yep. Um, I think part of it, maybe they were, it was probably a business decision of them saying, we need to rush out and get this thing on Wii U. And yeah, unfortunately, the Wii U is dying, if not dead. Uh, Speaking of consoles, though, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Possibly at one point it may yeah it's, very vague. It's, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a <laughs> weird thing to talk about because basically it was uh, basically he came out and said okay it's 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 gonna be there yeah it'll, it'll be there um, he's <laughs> he's not as bad as Molyneux as far as saying this is a thing that it, that I have conceptualized. And I plan for everything to be available, but he does have a tendency to go, hey, I got an idea. Yeah. Um, So he's better at follow through. I believe this will come to consoles someday. I I don't know when. And and at that point. It's on iPhone. I tell you what, when that comes out, I have not played any of Five Nights at Freddy's, and I know it was a big deal, and I I will do a late to the party for that. Yeah, so. we can do that. We can do that. So, yeah. I was going to say, uh, now that I have my Steam link, I'm going to play it with Whitney. Oh, there you so go. That'll be fun. Because then you can play it on the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I think is really cool. Nice. Um, yeah, it's going to be cool. Uh, one thing that I do th- would say that uh, when he said this, it does tell me, yeah, he does have an idea. But he has a history of like saying, hey, I'm probably working on another game. Oh, it's done. Like, he has a history of doing <laughs> it. So he did that with Five, with five Nights 3 and 4. Yeah. Is that he was like... Oh, yeah, I'm working on another game. It's probably going to be done in six months. And then literally a month later, he's like, oh, it's on Steam now. What? Go get six it. months. Because he, he, when he sets his mind to something, he, it, it seems to me like he's like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then he just, just every, all of his resources and his time go yeah. towards that, and he has to finish it. Yeah. So, yeah. Props to him. Yeah. Microsoft is trying to improve uh, their Universal Windows platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I feel like a lot of this is because of what happened with Quantum Break. There were, there were a yes. lot of issues. We, we talked about them. A lot of issues where uh, it, it was designed a certain way because Microsoft at this point, as far as gaming goes, mm-hmm. Xbox is their thing, and then they've got this little side project that is... Uh, the Universal Windows platform, and and they they are they're unlocking things like uh, frame rate is now unlocked because yes. that was one of the big issues. Because um, if you if you can't get to sixty frames a second, a lot of people get upset. Yeah. And when you can do it on a console, but you can't do it on a top end PC, that's, that's a problem. Yeah. And that's that's not something that people are going to like. You can you can break you can break some things, 
but only intentionally and typically if you know what you're doing. Yeah. And so this is... There's a big difference between 30 and 60 frames per second, yeah. though. Now, if you go from 60 to 120, I don't know if you've seen the studies on it, mm-hmm. it's it's hardly a difference. Yeah. I mean, there is a slight difference there, but 30 to 60 is extremely important, especially for games where you're actually, for Dark Souls or something like that, where you need to react to something. It does help. But I also see this as something that uh, Digital Foundry, those type of people, and then, and then you know, re- people that are, that are really into it, mm-hmm. um, you can use it as a benchmark. Yeah. And just, just be able to see, okay, it, at, at max settings, ultra, super, mega, whatever, Does the game how, how, yeah, yeah. How, far, how far can we get this up? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so this is, this is a, a happy thing, and I think it also shows that they are, one, listening, and two, willing to do something about it. I agree. And both of those are very important it is, it is. because the the PC gaming thing. If you want UWP to be a thing, if you want the Windows Store to to be a thing that yeah. that exists outside of, oh yeah, that's real, I guess. You you have to do this, yeah. and they they have to up, upgrade, update, improve mm-hmm. as they go. Agreed. Uh, you mentioned that this is kind of a side thing that Microsoft is doing. Spoilers for my E3 predictions. Let me give you one right now. We're going to do an E3 predictions video uh, later on, but here's a spoiler for you. Uh, I believe that every game that they're going to announce at E3 for Microsoft is going to be PC and Xbox One. First party? Yeah. Yeah, first party. Okay, okay. Because I, thought, I thought you were going to modify it to no, include because it. No, because if it's, if it's third party... Um, they have to agree to wherever they're putting. Like, I mean, uh, if it's third party of exclusivity, you have all these other things. But uh, if it's a third party game, a lot of them already come to PC. Yes, um, I think we can safely tack on the ID at Xbox games too. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. There's 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 prediction number one. Half from him, half from me, and and we will. We're gonna to try to get that out next week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, E3 predictions because because the hype is real. Hype. I'm getting excited. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be interesting. Yeah, um, and this this will be our first time, so <laughs> well, I, it'll I, be doubly interesting. It's gonna be interesting, but uh, I'm really hopeful on Nintendo on this. I think that they haven't been truthful with what they're actually gonna do. We'll talk about it next time. All right, you 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 believe that? <laughs> you you sit there and believe that. So The Witcher Three, uh, next expansion, last expansion, yes, is is going to be coming out on May thirty first, mm-hmm. and it looks amazing. It's pretty. It looks huge. It looks like an entirely new game. Yeah. This is this is this is where some companies will go. Oh man, look at all we have. Hey, let's make that the sequel. I'm looking at you, yeah. Left for Dead. <laughs> like there are so many games where you, where they do that, and they go, we have all this content. Let's just finish it up and package it as a sequel in this case yeah. they've not done that and it looks amazing well I also I also appreciate that uh, CD Projekt Red and, and Bethesda in particular yes. commit to their DLC and that's because like uh, see, okay I, I, I've played some of Witcher 3 I hope to beat it mm-hmm. I'm not going to get around to the DLC at one point in your lifetime yes Someday I have not. It's um, it's it's beautiful though. It's it's yeah. a great story. It's a great world. And and I I I really appreciate because because like there there this this was game of the year for a lot of people and there there are a lot of people who have dived so deep into into the lore into this world and giving them more to to work with because yes. like um 
I feel like a lot of the a lot of the big companies. Um, I think Arkham Knight was was probably the low point as far as a big company putting out a game, putting out a season pass, and then going, "Here's some stuff, I guess." Um, but but Blood and Wine is like like you said, it's it's gorgeous, and they've they've actually made like subtle gameplay improvements in the on the back end yes. that allowed them to make uh, like the foliage in particular mm-hmm. on Blood and Wine is is much more advanced than it had been in previous ones. And uh, so I, I really appreciate it. Um, they've said that they'll continue to patch it, so they'll they'll maintain it. If this breaks anything, you know, they'll, they'll figure yeah. that out. Yeah. But this is going to be the last bit of DLC, and they're they're going all in uh, onto Cyberpunk 2077. Exactly. Did you read the, the article about them talking about, hey, games take a long time? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> okay. So uh, there, there were a lot of people um, on the Internet there, there was a, a noisy group of people saying, you know, the, the Witcher 3 was out last summer, so surely Cyberpunk 2077 will be revealed in a playable form at E3. Video games yeah. are really hard to make, yeah. and if you want us to bring you the kind of quality that we've brought you, yep. it's going to take a while. Unless you outsource it. That's the only other way to run. Yeah, and, which and Bethesda has done, uh, Gearbox has done. If you want to put out content that quick, yeah. you, you either have multiple studios, yeah. Rockstar North, Rockstar East, all that. I mean, I I, I think that that what what CD Projekt Red needs to do is is just to 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 take over Poland, <laughs> and then and just, just be like, all right, everyone in Poland. If is you are in Poland, <laughs> you work for us now. Yeah. Learn programming. Yes. Um, but yeah, and and that it is an amazing thing that they have done, um, and it's it's really fun uh, to to examine the the intricacies of of what a successful, big, dedicated yes. group like this does. Yes. Because um, as far as I like, I, I've never personally heard of any other development uh, a developer out of Poland, yeah. and the things that they've managed to do to the. Like they have a noticeable impact on the Polish economy. Yeah, and that's that's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's 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 incredible, and and I have I have huge respect for for their for their work ethic and their commitment to quality. Yeah. So for for those of you who played The Witcher Three, Blood and Wine. Yeah. It's coming up. Exactly. And it's gonna be good. Ubisoft has has announced that there will be quote a new AAA IP revealed at E3 this year. That's a huge announcement. It it really is. Ubisoft, if you guys didn't know, Tom Clancy games, mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed games, mm-hmm. everything is a franchise. Far Cry games. Far Cry games. Yeah. Everything is a franchise. So for them to say we have a new IP and it's going to be AAA is a big deal. And knowing them and knowing their business model. Uh, whether you like it or not, they like franchises. So whatever yeah. this is going to be is more than likely going to be something that can can have a continuing story, as well as tie into that world because Far Cry and Assassin like they they all tie together. They do. They do. So, so, which it's it's really weird, but that could be really interesting. And uh, I mean, you could predict what I mean. It could be something more futuristic and sci-fi, and we've gone 
in the past. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going all over the timeline. Gotta go everywhere. So it could be any... We, it's really hard to predict something like that. It could be sci-fi. It could be futuristic. It could be something... I would like to on. see them do fantasy. Fantasy? I, I, I really enjoy their world building because what, what they've done so far has been... In the real world, with with qualifiers, asterisks, sure. however, however you want sure. to do that, I would like to see. And their their world building is exceptional because they, in in like the Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. series, they take real legit history and real historical places, yes. events, people, locations, yeah. and they they build it into a thing. And I would love to see what they could do with a blank slate. Yeah, because the the creativity of those people. Is astounding. It is. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. And I I think that Ubisoft's uh, could be the most exciting uh, press release this year. Uh, I'll share some of my predictions later. But like what what they've announced, what we believe is coming, what how this is going to be, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing them kind of expand and and charge full bore yeah. into what they can be. Exactly. I think this will be a part of that. It could be amazing. We'll see. Indeed. We'll see together. Blizzard announced that uh, they're going to be banning Overwatch cheaters. For life. life. Not yep. just... So, but let, let's be honest here for a minute. That's pretty extreme. Yes. Um, and my first thought was, oh, well, then, you know, they'll just come up with another account. You create another account, and then it's no big deal. You can do that, but if you guys know anything about Blizzard, uh, you have a Battle.net account. Mm-hmm. So everything ties back. Everything ties to it. So I don't know if they're talking about bat- banning for a game or banning your account. Oh no 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 no! It's no, just no. the game, right? It, it, yeah. Because otherwise you'd lock out. But that means that you then have to create a separate Battle.net account for if you did cheat, you'd have to create a separate Battle.net account for Overwatch if you cheated. Yeah. Um, that's one thing that I do like about the. Uh, the games though you have to buy a new account too you have to uh, sorry buy the game again mm-hmm. because it's not like it used to be where you'd buy a game create an account these are tied together yeah so you're not only saying we're banning you we're saying they're saying your copy no longer exists i i also did appreciate um because they 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 were very specific about the kinds of cheaters because like uh what what ubisoft's been doing with uh with the whole division thing is like they they've been uh, soft banning people who were exploiting glitches in the game. Exactly. And the the way that they've detailed Overwatch cheating is like okay, mods and hacks and and enhancements in the game. If you if you are using other programs with our program, yeah. to cheat this specific type of cheating in this box. Yes. Very clear, no possible misunderstandings, and you cannot do it by accident. Exactly. As opposed to them banning people who found an exploit and then exploited it. Yeah. Because that's different. I, I've done that in a, quite a few games when I realize, okay, this can be really beneficial. This can be a huge boost. I did it in Knights of the Old Republic uh, and a few others, but Knights of the Old Republic was a great example of it. You could send off your your uh, companions to do missions for you, mm-hmm. and one of them was ridiculously profitable. Yeah. So I sent my companions off to do missions constantly, and I would just have my laptop there and just send them off. I wasn't actually playing the game. Yeah. So when I was <laughs> when I was not playing the game, when I was like watching movies or doing anything around the house, I could send them off for 30 minutes at a time and then get profit yep that's not playing the game at that point but i wasn't cheating so i was using the exploit but 
Yeah, so I did like that they said that at least. It's it's basically hacking or using a third party software. I get. Yeah, I completely understand. And and that's intentional. And the other the other thing about it is. Uh, the, the Dark Souls 3 cheater from software handling continues to be very poor. Um, yes. And, and, and that's, that's the other thing about this, because like, if you if, if a user if a hacker creates an item, drops it on the ground, you pick it up, your save can then be corrupted through no fault of your own. Yes. There's also been... Uh, and they've been victim blaming that, I hate that. Jim, Jim Sterling's been talking about this, and he's, and there have been instances where they didn't even pick up items, but a hacker invades them, yep. drops a permanent item into their world, and leaves, and then their safe can what get... What constitutes a permanent item? I don't know. And that's... Th- th- this one This one is not substantiated, but like yeah. there, he, he's, he's saying that there have been reports of people who did not pick up items yeah. doing that. And then you were talking about the victim blaming thing again, which yeah. is also not pleasant. Because if someone comes in, and we're talking about a game that you're having random people come in to help you. Yeah. Well, if a random person comes in and drops an item for me, I can't, I, I don't know when, I, when it's on the ground. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's, it's a glowing thing. It's a glowing thing. I have to pick it up to understand what it is. So it, you're essentially saying, you know, if you're trustworthy at all, yeah. I mean, I don't expect... This isn't a game that has mechanics built in it where you can trick someone, where you can give them an item and then it blows up. Yeah. They're going to give you something that is beneficial in one way or another, so... Have you have you seen the Fashion Police videos? No. Fashion oh, Police my gosh. Okay. Yes. There, There's a guy or girl yeah. who, who title the Fashion Police. Okay. And comes up, waves, equips your outfit... Yeah. And then equips another item that looks better with your outfit <laughs> and then drops it on the ground for you and says, bye, and leaves. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, that is amazing. That's, that's, that is beautiful. I and, love and that. Like, who? who <laughs> when, I don't, when I don't play the game to care, care about what I look like. I mean, yeah. I, mean I, like, I like the way my character looks and everything. But I, I'm picking. I guess I, I pick stuff based on stats. Yeah. So um, it may be hodgepodge I, at that point. I, I, the the stats like there's not a huge difference in stats and playability. A lot of it is going to come down to to how you play. And so Fashion Souls is a thing yeah. because the stats are for the most part not that different. They're not that different. The, and like you know, the biggest difference is the weight. More than anything, yeah. it's the weight. So if yeah. you play a character like mine, I'm very dex based. And I have hard, I don't have a lot of strength, so I I don't want a, a heavy roll or whatever the, the slow yeah. roll. I don't want that. I need to be able to roll really quick. So See, he said it like two different ways to avoid saying fat roll. Okay, I didn't even think about this. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I don't want. I don't want the, the chugging. Yeah, you know, yeah I got to yeah. get it out of the way. I got to get it out of the way, and then be able to attack quickly. Yeah. So or be able to quick, 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 quick roll. Not well roll. when you're when you're brave Sir Robin running away. That's what I do. <laughs> Need that. <laughs> that's my thing. So yeah, that is, I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. I don't. Uh, one one of my favorite things uh, in Bloodborne was yeah. was the the scorched armor set, like the the big witch hat and the six eye. Like that was that was a bamf set. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved it. And and I I have not found anything that's that's that perfect for me right now. Yeah. But. If if I find a set that is that amazing, I I probably won't switch out. Probably will. I mean, we're talking about Dark Souls a lot. Yeah, we have the lore videos and everything, but um, this is the best-selling game of April. Yes. So 
you guys, if anyone is tired of us here talking about Dark Souls, we're talking about the best-selling game of April. So yeah, yeah. Congratulations um, to From. Congratulations. On I think it's amazing because we're talking about a game that from Demon Souls just became this such a niche thing, and I think Bloodborne. Bloodborne and Dark Souls 2 to a lesser extent with the the Scholar of Sins uh, mm-hmm. one really helped that but I think Bloodborne really is what knocked it out of the park and got more people to gravitate towards the yeah. first ones um, one of the one of the big things that I, I feel directly helped that is um, is actually the PlayStation doesn't have a whole lot of, of exclusives yes and so uh, an exclusive to come out at that level and that quality yeah. um, introduced a lot of people to it. It's really um, amazing. Brian Altano, who does our our intro music, yeah. um, he he first came into the into Bloodborne. I, I haven't heard if he's going to play Souls Three, but yeah. I, I hope he does. I hope so. But yeah, it's 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 interesting people's perspective on the series based on when they come in. And like Cameron... <laughs> okay, so I, I think Cameron's going to be one of us now. Yeah. Because uh, I've, got I've him been... from playing Call of Duty to playing this, so... Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah. So, <laughs> I've been I've been watching his streams and, and watching them live when I can and kind of helping him and whatever, but even if not, I'll watch it and then like keep an open chat dialogue and be like, oh, you remember the part where you saw this? Okay, you need to head this. And you asked this question... Uh, so check him out, uh, Brown Dog Pie Dog, on on Twitch, and he's better at monologuing while playing than both <laughs> of us put together. He's, he's he's really fun to watch. Yeah. But um, but yeah, he's he's been doing that, and he's reached a point where where when he when he goes into an ambush and then dies, he just sits there and laughs. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> that's we've got you that's now. That's the level because, you need to be at. Yeah, because I, I go, huh. Well, I but, used to get frustrated. But, but when you when you first come in and you're like, "What? How was I supposed to dodge that? That is that is not fair." And then eventually you reach a, a, a level of comfort with your own death that you're like, "Oh man, I got I got killed so bad." Oh my goodness. I will say cheap boss fights, like certain bosses where I'm like, "There's either no way to dodge or the dodge was really hard." I will get irritated by that. But there's, regular playing through the game, I don't. There's a there's a rat boss in uh, in Dark Souls Two mm-hmm. that I, I I don't use shields, and I could not beat that one because there is not a roll time that works because he has a double swipe. Yep. And so if you dodge the first one, you get hit by the second one before you can start your second yeah. roll. Nope. Yeah. That's that's not okay. That's so, ridiculous. And that that's the only time I've seen that. Mm-hmm. I was able to beat all the bosses, including optional bosses in, in Bloodborne. So I feel like that they went, oh wait. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah. So people yeah. have different play styles. So 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 there there's your your Dark Souls three bit because because we're going we're gonna keep talking we about it forever. We'll, never, we'll not talk about it for the rest of the episode. You promise. I'm not promising <laughs> Jack. I'll talk about what I want. And then I get to monologue and you just have to sit there because you promised. I promised. Oh. I promised. But he could edit it out. I could. Dang I it. Power. <laughs> Centipede and Missile Command are, are classic arcade games that are getting movie adaptations because the people wanted it. So this never works. Uh, Battleship is a great example of it. And Oof. Battleship, 
completely screwed the pooch on that. I mean, you have a very all you had to do for Battleship was essentially make a, a movie like Hunt for a, a war game that includes an aircraft carrier and submarines. Yes, that was all you needed. Yes, you had one job. One job, and you screwed it up through aliens in it. It does not work all they, the time. Okay, I never actually saw it. Really? They're aliens. Huh. Why not? <laughs> um, my my big hope is that is that centipede cannon will come into this. Are you familiar with centipede cannon? No. Okay. You, you mean human centipede? No. Oh. I know you're familiar with human centipede <laughs> cosplaying. Um, oh god. <laughs> okay. So so the the Atari manual mm-hmm. includes the fact that you are not a spaceship. Mm-hmm. You are an elf with a wand. In centipede. In centipede. You you were shooting magic bits, and okay. So you know Doctor Eggman's plan. Yes. This is very similar. Okay. There's an evil wizard who's trying to get your wand. Okay. So he turns your friends evil. Okay. Sends them after you. So when you're shooting at the centipede, yeah, you're shooting. You're turning you're turning them into toadstools, which you then destroy to get at the centipede. You are murdering all of your friends. I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. And and the the best part of the whole thing is that evil wizard never shows up. You never get to fight him. The only thing you do in Centipede is turn your friends into toadstools and disintegrate them. Yes. So if that shows no up, if that shows up in Centipede, yeah, I, I, I do have I do have sources for this. Yep, we all, so. Obviously. We always have sources, but wow. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I thought... When I looked at this, I thought, okay, there's no way this could... That you could make a movie out of. It's not going to yeah. be good, but there's at least something there. Oh, okay, I, I would watch that. Yeah, there's that, at least that something, is a tragic something story. there. I didn't know about it, because I, when I saw that, I'm like, what are you going to really make a movie about? Yeah. What's the story? Apparently there's a story. Missile Command, uh, so essentially like Red Dawn kind of, you know, possible nuclear war, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see, but we'll just re-release War Games with Matthew Broderick. That'll be it. Well, I mean, we're getting Ready Player One. We are. And I, I want th- I want that to go the other way. I want that to be a video game that I, I put on a suit. I want I want to go into the world. <laughs> I like that world. Yeah, it's amazing. It's that's remarkable. that's that. I think that one's gonna. It's it's a video game in a different sense. Um, it's it's a. It's a movie about a book, about a video game, about real life. Yes. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited about that one. I am too. I'm hoping Gene Wilder actually gets on because you know about Is this. It, no. Uh, Steven Spielberg's uh, apparently talked about wanting him to be in it. As as the. Yeah. Because Gene Wilder, yeah. if you listen, if you ever watched uh, interviews with him, mm-hmm. they ask like, okay, so why aren't you doing movies anymore?" And he's like, "Nothing interests me anymore." It's just it's it's needless crap. It's needless violence. There's it's cursing. Saying, it's not saying. There's anything. nothing. There's nothing. There's no message. There's there's cursing just to have cursing, and that's not. You can be funny without having cursing. Yeah. And it disinterested him. So just basically slowly, he just slowly started doing less and less work. Yeah. With that, he's writing and he has charities that he works with, but um, he's not opposed to acting. So. If anyone can convince him of that, yeah, it's Spielberg. 
Yeah, and and this the source material is is really amazing, and because he's so in tune with like he's like you said he's not doing acting, but he is very much aware mm-hmm. of of what's going on, what's happening, and so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would I would really enjoy seeing that I, yeah. because be, and and particular based on the the era that is that is glorified and nostalgicized to that degree is is when he was doing his greatest work. It really was. Uh, yeah, seventies. Um, the other thing that I would mention uh, is slight spoilers for Civil War. Um, if they did the CG that lets you that makes someone look younger than they are, but they mm-hmm. did with uh, an Ant Man, what they did with Michael Douglas, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they do that uh, in a in a flashback of sorts in Civil War. If you did that, you could do that with Gene Wilder. So you could have Gene Wilder act out something as yeah. younger, the younger version, the younger version of, himself. of himself. Yeah, it'd be beautiful. And I love that man. Yeah. So the the more I hear about Ready Player One, the more excited I get, and I. I hope it's as good as it can be. I think I think if anybody can do it, it's Spielberg. Yeah. For something like this to have the heart that this needs, it's Spielberg. Yeah. So keep an eye on it. 2DS is getting a price cut on 520. So don't buy one before then. It's coming down to 80 bucks. I'm probably going to get one, and depending on what they do with the Nintendo yeah. account, it might be mandatory for me. I might have to get a pair of these. So that my girls can play the classics, and if I can, if I can get that, set it up on account, and let them play Mario and Mario Three and Donkey Kong, and if they let you share it between devices, yeah, that'd be great. And it's I, right. yeah, and and that's that's the funny thing is is if they don't, I will buy one, and if they do, I'll I'll, I'll buy two, and I will buy more games yeah. because yes, yeah, of course I would. Um, I think the 2DS, I think that's... Uh, I was going to say, oh, wow, the 2DS is still being made. Um, but I think that that's a great example of it. Um, I think that the 2DS is really clunky, and it just... It's not for me. Yeah. But for your girls, mm-hmm. I think that'd be perfect. Yeah. Um, I love my 3DS for the, the travel ability. It's, you know, it packs up, and it's a little bit bigger than my phone. Mm-hmm. Or the my phone. Um, it's about the size of a Vita when it's packed up, but I can expand it out. I've got two screens, and it's, it's a really enjoyable uh, gaming process, gaming uh, platform. Um, I'm surprised the 2DS is still being made, but if it's if it is able to cater to the younger demographic and be able to ha- let them play these games, I think it's amazing. Yeah. And I'm, I am hopeful they let you do that because I have a 3DS and my wife has a 3DS. And if I want to play a game with her, I'd have to buy two. Yeah. If I'm playing a game that we both will trade off, then I'll just be a mature adult and say, okay, well, she's playing it now. I'll play something else. So. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a shame that you have such a dearth of, of consoles and titles and other options to pick from. Whitney was playing Uncharted 4 last night. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is, it's gorgeous, but I wanted to play a game. And it's, it's amazing, amazing game. It, Everything about the hype on this game is is true. It is the most beautiful game that I've ever played. It and the banter between Nolan North. It, it, oh, they they are awesome together. Yeah, they're Troy Baker and Nolan North are great together. Hearing the banter between them, even in in parts that are a slight lull, where you're, it's it's perfect yeah. because uh, it adds a little bit more where it's him and Sully and and oh, it's just great. 
But she was playing that, and I went, oh, I want to play a game. But she's using, we have one TV. We have all the consoles hooked up to that. And I went, oh, well, I guess I can play my Vita. <laughs> First world problems. Or, or Wii U. I could play Wii U. You could make Mario make it. I don't know why I didn't do that. I need to. I need to keep keep that as I keep forgetting that I have that as an option. <laughs> I could be making Mario levels this whole time. Yep. So I played Hearthstone and then I played Vita. So there you go. What, what are you playing on Vita? Uh, I was actually still playing Hitman. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's fun. Guess I, I like. I'm thinking about it. I like games where I that I can really quickly jump out and jump in. I don't like. Yeah. It's portable. When I view portable gaming, I view it as this is a really quick jump in, and then oh, I got to do something, click, turn, click, and that's it. Yep. And any game that lets me do that is perfect. Disney Infinity is ending. Yes. And and Avalanche Studios, with its three hundred employees, yeah. is shutting down as well. Um, it's sad to me because I want more figures. Not really yeah. because of the game. Um, the games have been okay. Which is yeah. Which is which is kind of. <laughs> it's completely the opposite of what it should be. But but I I feel that that's part of the reason because there 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 were a bunch of I I saw a lot of, of back and forth mm-hmm. on. I guess Toys to Life is dead, and it's like mm, no no because um, the 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 commitment that they did to to the levels and they they were they were creating racing levels and shooting yeah. levels and yep. platforming and RPGs and open world and like they that studio has had an an amazingly prolific system mm-hmm. with that one studio that that is that is expensive yeah. and i mean disney knows how to make figures they know how to market figures and everything um this is this is something that's that's going you know they'll they'll outsource whatever and they'll they'll put stuff in but like um, Amiibo has the figures and not the games Skylanders is a is a package deal yes but they're not having to make new content all they have to do is make new mechanics for each individual thing exactly. and that's that's much easier that's much cheaper this this was a a tricky thing for them to figure out and with the wide range of ip that disney has access to they had to make way more figures and they didn't know how popular they were going to be um i think you're right and the other the other reason sorry i was gonna say the other problem is the limitation because uh like you said the skylanders you just jump in whatever you want you have limitation and unless you're in the toy box you can't play guardians of the galaxy with mulan right so and, yeah, uh, Kotaku has has an excellent long read on on just kind of how this whole thing went down. Um, Kevin McDonald was also apparently working on on a, a piece. Um, we we didn't we didn't get that one, but uh, not Kevin McDonald. Uh, Alana Pierce, you know, one of those other foreigners that works at IGN. Sorry, Alana. Um, but but yeah, she she was she was working on a piece about this yeah. and and. She she got to go there and, and tour the place, and she said everything looked fine and like the people there were were really passionate and excited about what they were doing. Yeah. And it's always sad when a when a studio closes. Um, but this is this is three hundred employees that are now out in the wind. Yeah. And I'm I, I really hope they'll be able to land on their feet and, and figure out where they're going. But um, as big as Disney is, it it could have even been profitable. But if it's not, 
hitting ratios or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see what happens from here. Um, well, perfect example of Disney. Uh, I mean, Disney World and Disneyland right now are having attendance issues. Mm-hmm. And if you've been to Disney World or Disneyland like any time recently, parks aren't empty or anything. There's a ridiculous amount of people. Yeah. But it's not as many as they want. It's not right. as many for the budget that they do. If you didn't know like how much just their fireworks shows cost every single day, uh, yep. one of them costs I think forty thousand dollars. Yeah. Every single day. So Disney is one to go. Okay. Yeah, we're we're making profit, but not enough profit. Yeah. So we we need to we need to figure all this out exactly. Another closing, though, is uh, actually Project Spark. Yes. Uh, They're given a little bit of time. It's going to close on uh, August 12th. Right. Um, But this was an ambitious thing for 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 Microsoft. They were wanting to say, here's a platform. You can make whatever you want in it. Very much like Minecraft. Here's a platform. Make whatever you want in it. It did not succeed the way they wanted it to. It, it did not succeed the way they wanted it to. And also, uh, with what they're doing with the Windows platform and UWP, that is a, a more robust version of what Project Spark yeah. was. Um, the, I, I, I feel that, that Project Spark was something that they, that they took and they were like, okay, so we, we've created this set of developmental tools that can be used for these things. Mm-hmm. Okay, what if we took that Enhanced it, let you a little bit more on the back end, yeah. and so I I feel like you have to be you have to program with UWP though. Yes, but you, but but, but you can grab a free engine, plug That's it true. in, That's true. and you're done. Yeah. So so because because of the way that the way that assets work, because of the way that these things can 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 be joined together. Yeah. I'll I think agree. that that's probably what happened with this, and yeah. so. UWP is the next version of Project Spark, and they they need to to let that go. Yeah. Um, fun story though, we Twiach got to got to help with Eurogamer's story on this, because their headline said that it was closing down uh, December twelfth. I was like, oh, hmm. that that that's that's Absolutely. that American talking, and uh, you need to <laughs> you need to flip those those numbers. And that's the, great. And the ironic part. Yeah. Was the the Eurogamer story was written by an American? <laughs> so wait, hold on. So they thought it was December eighth yes. instead of okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. So that was fun. I helped. That's awesome. <laughs> so we knew Titanfall two was coming out. Yes. We knew it was coming out because they came out with a trailer. Yes. Uh, or a teaser. It just had a sword. That's it. Yay swords. Yay. Um, but apparently it looks like it's coming out this year. Yes. Thanks to a little leak. Yeah, um, <laughs> and and that that does kind of make sense for for how they're how they're figuring out their mm-hmm. schedule because we're continuing to get uh, news that Andromeda is going to be in the first three months of the next calendar year, Q four of the fiscal year. Yeah, and so um, <laughs> it makes sense for them to have re- their some of their big releases that are not part of their regularly scheduled mm-hmm. stuff. Separated a little bit, exactly. um, especially if I mean Titanfall Two takes off more than the first one did because of what they learned, because it's respawns second, and, and because, because I will buy it because it has a campaign right there. That's exactly what I was going to say. Which um, I got the I got the ti- Titanfall when it was like fifteen dollars. Yeah, 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 it, it got crazy. So cheap. 
Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have bought it otherwise. I thought, okay, $15. The way I viewed that was, I, I still view it like in blockbuster terms, right? I'm like, okay, that's like two to three game rentals. Yeah. Or bread box, if you will. Bread box, not bread box. Red box. I say, okay, well, if I play it for 10 or 12 hours, okay, yeah. let's see how it goes. Um, I'm going to get this. Uh, the Did you see the leak on how they figured out? Uh, how they how they kind of came to the conclusion that's coming out this year? I guess not. It's a Todd McFarlane uh, toys that uh, apparently there was an ad that came out for them, and it says this is for Titanfall two coming in twenty six. So the twenty sixteen. Huh. So before nice. the ad for the game came out, ad for uh, for the toys came out. And I, I suspect that this is something that they wanted to be as part of their E three. This is what we got for you. I think so. So, I think so. We'll probably see it there. Yeah. Speaking of uh, single player campaigns, though, Star Wars, Star Wars, and Battlefront. Uh, they're going to have a Battlefront sequel that's going to come out next year, right? Um, which I'm, I will predict they're going to have a single player campaign on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, to not do that would be a complete disservice because I think they realized, okay, it's sold, but there are a lot of people who would have been it sold be playing fourteen it million copies. Yes. But there are people who held out who will not buy it because it doesn't have single player. And uh, it sold 14 million copies, but it has not had the online uh, staying, staying power. power that other games have had. The same thing yeah. that uh, Destiny has been dealing with and Division is dealing with. And they're trying to say, I don't know if you saw the, um, did you put it in here? The Division hit like 9, 9.5 million unique um, registered users. Yeah. But that's not 9.5 million people playing online at the same time. Nope. Yes. So that's that's really yeah. basically said, basically what they were saying was 9.5 million people playing is what mm-hmm. they really meant. Yeah. So division's not doing as well as Battlefront. Yep. Because uh, it's Star Wars. Anyway, so the, the big story here is Battlefront uh, will have a sequel coming out next year. Um, and, and even more important than that, yes. uh, they're they're now working to to stagger their releases so that there will be one major Star Wars release every freaking year, basically just like um, the movies. Right. Every year we're gonna have a Star Wars movie. Every so, year we're gonna have a Star Wars. Two movie. years from now, though, is when I get crazy excited because yes. that's when Amy Hennig's game is coming out, and I'm I'm actually kind of grateful that it's not coming out in 2017. I'm too. Like. Um, because a, a lot of times when when you're when you're gearing up a new studio, you're gearing up a new IP. Uh, the first one's going to be good. The second one is great. Yeah. And with with Hennig in charge, I feel like that they will they will be able to make the story game that I want. And they're giving them the time that they need. That's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, she signed on. I mean, or at least we heard about the story in uh, was it early 2015. Uh, at the end of 2014. At the end of 2014. So when they, when they did the PSX reveal of Uncharted. Exactly. Yeah. And now she had already been working on it. That's just when they revealed it. So uh, if it comes out in 2018, she will have been working on this four to five years. Mm-hmm. And that is perfect. Because yeah. if a game like this needs that much story, you're going to need that much time. Yeah. So I'm completely fine with this as well. Fire Emblem and uh, Animal Crossing, we talked about uh, last episode, I believe. Yes. Uh, the, mobile the, the mobile versions. Are come out. Uh, they have announced that both of them are going to be free to play. Um, yep. They did not say. They haven't. They haven't really done any more details on that. But they've. They've. They're. They're putting them forward as as free to start games. Free to start. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I. I said last week, and I'll, I'll say again. Animal Crossing completely makes sense with that. 
Yes. But Fire Emblem, give me an option yeah. to just buy the game, and I will buy the game. If you're going to try to nickel and dime me, I'm going to play the free content, and then I will be out. Yeah. And if you want to, if you want to see how a free-to-play game can do well, look at Fallout Shelter. Look at um, Pocket Mortys uh, and Hearthstone. Uh, it's a great, another great example. Hearthstone to a lesser extent. I've put money now, into two out of three of those. Because now Hearthstone, um, you have to buy expansions, but uh, for to get certain cards, they're kind of locked behind a paywall at that point. But you can play that game for mm-hmm. free and enjoy it for free forever. And get really deep into it. Yes, very deep into it. I've spent... Uh, with the expansions and everything, I think I've spent around eighty bucks because I had to buy expansions. I didn't buy any cards, but I bought multiple expansions. And I did buy compacted cards, so maybe I'm at maybe I'm at eighty because of that. But um, but I play it a lot. I play it every day. It's yeah. fun. So it's a great example of that uh, Fallout Shelter as well. Um, you can I put in 15 20 bucks on fallout shelter um but you i didn't have to i i got i got the mr handies that's exactly because those are yeah. so nice yeah they are so that's a great example if you if, if nintendo's wanting to look at how to do it well we're okay with those kind of games because you're able to play it and it is free and if you pay you get you get to kind of push forward a little bit it doesn't make you win yeah but 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 for me, like Animal Animal Crossing is the the mechanics are built around accumulating and collecting and, and all this kind of stuff. Fire Emblem, the reason those games are great is the characters and the story. Yeah. If you're gonna lock me out from characters and, and put story behind a paywall, I'm 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 going to feel like I mean <laughs> JRPGs mm-hmm. strategy or otherwise feel if if you're not invested in them yeah it's really for easy it's really easy for them to feel padded agreed and so if i'm if i'm having to put in 99 cents every couple of hours that is going to grade on me much more than if i'm if i'm if i'm able and like for for fire emblem on the go i'll drop 10 15 bucks yeah. on that yeah. like i yeah. i know that they they look at the they look at the mobile games market and they see Ah, these are these are ninety nine cents a dollar, maybe three. Yeah. But like uh, for for games, Monument Valley is another one that um, I think that one's only like three or five dollars. Yeah. But but like you don't have to race to the bottom. Exactly. If if you if you give me a story and let me give you the money and then just let me have the game. Yeah. That's that's all I'm looking for. Exactly. So and I'm I'm hopeful that they'll let us do that. But honestly, at this point, I just don't know. Civilization VI, which is one of two titles that excites me enough to want to play it on PC. Civilization yeah. and the Heroes of Might and Magic series. Yeah. Are th- those, those are my jam. Yeah. And Civilization VI is coming out later this year, which is amazing because uh, Beyond Earth came out last year. And usually they don't they don't tie in that quick. And Firaxis tends to work on a title at a time, and their titles are so so grandiose and and expanded that that it it's really hard to believe that they can that they can get it out uh, this quickly. But Civilization Five came out so long ago. That's why it worries me. I hope they learn from Civilization Five because they had some crazy issues with that. Okay. 
You never. I I didn't I didn't run into any of them. I I was fine. Okay. They had they had a lot of issues when it came to um, when it came to them. What was it? Uh, trying to connect connect to the server is a normal thing because basically you, you had to connect to their servers to do it. So for yeah, the first yeah. month and a half or two months, they had. Oh, issues. I didn't I didn't get it at okay. launch. At launch, it was one of the worst uh, connecting to servers or trying to connect to other people because you could connect you could build your city next to someone else mm-hmm. uh, and then kind of feed resources. Yeah, and that wouldn't work. They would they would it would it would Oof. think that the other person's city was not producing any resources, so you wouldn't get any of the benefits. If you planned something out with a friend of yours saying, all right, I'm going to be really good at really dive into this, you dive into this, and we'll feed off each other, it didn't, and it didn't work the way they wanted yeah. it to. So, um, I'm hopeful, but it's, it's kind of scary that they went in that, uh, they're coming at that quick. Um, did you see the, the graphics on it, though? The graphics are more, it's not quite cel-shaded, but it does not look as uh, realistic as some of the other um, versions. I don't have a problem okay. with that. Yeah, I don't have a that, with that. The, if on, they concentrate on the gameplay, and yeah, the and mechanics. that's 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 the thing. Because like, um, it's at that level. I mean, you you scroll out far enough, and you've got a real time tile based. I mean, what you're that, with, yeah. that's what that's what you're dealing with, and it, it doesn't need to be pretty as long as it works and yeah. the things go out and where I can identify stuff easily. Agreed. And I don't think that's going to be a problem. Agreed. So yeah, Civilization Six, I'm I'm going to figure out how to get a get a PC ready for that because I'm going to play it. Yeah. Star Trek Online is releasing on PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, you filed this under the category of things that no one was asking for. Um, well, they they have like. 12 expansions on this game, though? Do they have that many? Yeah. It didn't come out that long ago. Yeah. Um, I love Star Trek, but um, this fell really, really short. I, I've also never played a good Star Trek game. And I've played a lot of Star Trek games. I've, I've never played a good one. And that's unbelievable based on how much you have to... It doesn't seem like it would be that hard. You know who, I'd lo- who I would love to do a Star Trek game? Telltale. Hmm. You play, you know, different characters. Yeah, I still have to walk around and pick crap up. <laughs> nope. I, think I, I will play a Telltale game when I can do dialogue choices only. I think story... <sighs> I disagree. I think, I think it would be that. really cool and you could make all these different decisions and get things going um, as the captain, as multiple different people of a, of a starship, yeah. um, and push forward a story because Star Trek is so much about story and interaction and people. And the characters, and, yeah. As opposed to just action, 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 action. And I think that may be what they're missing. Could be. Well, the one possibility that makes that more likely is, I mean, Telltale's not really doing anything right now. No, they so, aren't. So, they so yeah, probably they're, they're probably available. <laughs> Call them up. <laughs> Ask them for a Star Trek game. Well, looking at other uh, upcoming games that are, uh, we got release dates for this year would be uh, Banner Saga 2. Uh, on console. Coming to console. Yeah, on July 26th. It's on DS, 3DS, I mean. Uh, yeah, so July 26th for that. Uh, no. 3D, no. 3DS? Banner Saga? Banner, no, Banner Saga is PC. I thought it was on uh, 3DS. Uh, huh. I'm thinking of Bravely Default. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. if that was... Oh, <laughs> if we could get Bravely Default, yeah. that would make me very happy. But we're not getting on Vita. 
No. Banner Saga 2 is, is not coming to Vita, and we still don't have any news on it coming to, like, because uh, Sony stepped up and they said, hey, we'll, we'll fund this, we'll figure this out. And that was the last we heard. Yeah. So, yeah. Vita people I don't know. still buy games. Come on. Um, I buy a lot of games, <laughs> and of, I will mobile. buy this when it comes to Vita. Yeah. Speaking of mobile game, uh, mobile gaming, not mobile phones, but uh, handheld and gaming. 3DS. This is this and is where 3DS. he went. This so, is where I was going. So rearrange all the words and, and put your 3DS comment. The 3DS and Monster Hunter Generations coming out, or Monster Hunter X as it's known in, right. uh, in Japan, uh, coming to the West in July 15th. Yes. Very cool. Um, I love the Monster Hunter series, so this would be really cool to see. Um, I think I think this one in particular, because like, I don't know if you've seen the difference between uh, the old 3DS and the new 3DS as far as the, the graphics because Monster Hunter has always been a pretty game. Yes. But like the Monster Hunter X on the new 3DS is really yeah. gorgeous. And this is probably what's going to make me get a 3DS, a new 3DS maybe later this year. I don't know. We'll there see. you go. We'll see. Uh, November 18th though, again with uh, handheld gaming, uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon will be coming out to uh, the U.S. Um, happy about that. Um I'm hopeful. I think X and Y were pretty good, but I'm really hopeful that this that this one will go more to uh, to the roots of Pokemon. Maybe it's just me. I don't know, but um, I think that uh, X and Y it didn't completely alienate people who hadn't played the series in a while, but it, it jumped forward way too much, and I, I would like to see more of a return to form. I may be in the minority on that, but. My my main criticism of the Pokemon games is that there's not really that much of a difference between them. You see, X and Y is very different. So. Yes, uh, my my biggest thing for oh, you some, mean the formula of yeah, it's do it's this, it's the it's badge, the do this, get a badge. Yeah, the 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 gameplay loop is the same. Yeah. Uh, the cool thing about Sun and Moon is that you don't have to, and this was this was one of the issues with X and Y, is you don't have to carry around a useless Pokemon just for their ability. So okay. like the the was it Soar was the one that lets you fly around to yep. the yeah you don't have to carry that anymore the abilities come to the player and are locked on there right. instead of and so you don't have to carry around a stupid you know you because you have limited amount those those uh-huh. are using and battle, you so. you didn't you don't have to carry around a stupid owl just to carry around whenever you want to fly somewhere exactly speaking mm-hmm. of stupid owls I like the stupid owl I was gonna say speaking of things that have nothing to do with owls Phoenix Wright. It's getting a new game. Uh, Spirit of Justice will launch in, a, in September. Yep. These are some of my favorite games to play on uh, on 3DS. So if yeah. you haven't played a Phoenix Wright game, they're great. Uh, it is a great amount of detective work and also just kind of ridiculous fun. Yeah. It's a great blend of that. Uh, if you haven't played them already and you have a 3DS, go grab one of these used or whatever because they're really fun. Really fun. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So if you guys have any other things you want to talk about that uh, that we didn't talk about and you want to have a discussion about cool things, go in the comments section and tell us what we did right and what we did wrong on the video. Did uh, And make, make fun of me forgetting what games are on what platform when this is my job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have a good one. This Week in Art Collective Heads is brought to you by Patrick and Kevin, as usual. I'd like to thank Brian Altano for the intro music that we've been using so graciously. And uh, also John himself for the logo. Thank you for listening.